right, well, thanks for sticking around for today's post show. Just more on the MacBook, and then uh, we're going to talk about other things I learned that are a little more geeky, like do I need external backups and some accessories and stuff like that to go along with it. So um, I talked about the some other things that have come out on the MacBook. One is that the base M3 only supports a single monitor. We talked about that. But here's the other thing that's a little more geeky. We didn't want to throw it in the show. So on the Pro chip, the reason we said that it's more of a middle ground chip and maybe a little closer to the M3 versus the M3 Max is they changed the core spread. So last year mm -hmm. it used to be on the 12 core model and I've got the 11, not the 12. But on the 12 core model, you used to get eight performance cores and four efficiency cores. Now it's split six and six. And so I'm assuming I've got five performance and five efficiency. Cause I assume if they cut one out from my model, they probably cut a performance core out to keep that price down. So, um, and that's fine. One of the things to know about this is that those efficiency cores are really good. They're not the cores that only keep wake your MacBook up, right? I mean, they're actually doing real work, which is probably why my CPU load only sits at 29% because a lot of this stuff is probably still running on those efficiency cores and not necessarily on all those performance cores. So mm -hmm. there is that split. Um, that's one of the things that when that came out that I started to panic a little bit and I had to remind myself of all the research I had done. And then I also had to remind myself, look, I'm going from Intel to Apple's third generation of silicon. I think I'm going to be okay no matter what I get, right? It's going right. to be a dramatic right. upgrade. So, and I some of that I think, I mean, Apple knows how people use their stuff, right? They know who's buying what. They know how it's getting used. And they probably realize that in this pro chip for the things that are people buy that are buying it and using it for, mm -hmm. this is a change they could make because if you want to go high end, you're going to know you need the max and you're going to spend the money anyway. So make the pro chip more middle tier. And that also allowed them to move that M3 down to replace the 13 inch. So right. it probably is better. I think if I had those extra performance cores, I might get less battery life. And my performance is just fine right now, and I'm loving the battery life. So right. more battery is never a bad thing. So, yeah, I guess. But wouldn't they put a bigger battery in? You know what I mean? To there's, support only so that? Much, there's only so much space you can put in these machines, right? I mean, the chassis is the same size for all of the 14s. So yeah, and that's why yeah, the are. M3 Max chip, I think they said, is a little less battery life, too. So... And I remember the numbers that they put up. You did take a hit on on the battery life, not much. Yeah. I think it was like two hours on some in some use cases. Well, I think or the M3 like they said is twenty two, and the M3 Pro is eighteen. I didn't look at the max. Right, but, right. So, so it's just a few hours. Yeah, but that's a big difference. And so, but I think about it this way. I mean, I'm showing easy eighteen hours. Yeah. Right. So I'd rather have the battery life, especially where I've not seen this max out my. CPU course. Now, would it be great for our videos to export in two minutes instead of 11? Yeah. Sure. It'd be but great, the reality but is with my workflow, I export that video. Then I go start doing all of our editing of our shorts and stuff. Mm -hmm. And by the time that one is done, I've uh, basically I'm doing work in parallel. So it's fine. Yeah. So, I mean, if I couldn't do anything else on my machine for that 11 minutes, Absolutely, it locked up and took every ounce of resources. Mm -hmm. 
then yeah, I might want more, but that's not the case. I can do everything else I need to while it's exporting that video. So right. would I want less battery life and more performance for what I'm doing? I don't think so. No. And I think most people are like that, right? Most people are going to want to be more portable, right? To be more, to yeah. free themselves from these charges and stuff. So I think more people would opt for the better battery life than they would more performance, right? Yeah. Just the average person, you know, the, we're talking to average Joe here. If you need more performance, you know you need more performance, right? You just yeah. want a newer laptop because your old one dies because you unplug it from the charger, but you just use it for a few web apps, Facebook, you know, you do some shopping and things like that, then yeah, don't trade the, the battery life for performance. It's gonna perform well regardless because it's a new M3 chip. Um, but yeah, yeah, maximize your battery life. Yeah, I agree. Uh, and then we already touched on this briefly, but the whole debate over eight gigabytes of memory versus, you know, 16 versus whatever. I mean, I, I thought it was interesting. I saw one YouTube video. It's somebody new and I ended up subscribing, but they're a full stack developer and mm -hmm. they've been working off a MacBook Pro or a MacBook Air doing their full stack development and it's been fine for them. And um, they just barely are upgrading to this. And then Brandon Butch that we follow was pushing the eight gigabytes of memory in the MacBook Pro as much as he could. And he's like, it's fine. Yeah. So, and he actually came out and flat out said, I know that's controversial to say that. I don't think the controversy over the memory is about whether eight gigabytes is enough because it probably is for most people. I think the problem is Apple's margins on memory. So the prices haven't gone down, even though that's cheaper to make. And then when you start looking at upgrading from eight to 16, it's 200 bucks, which is a pretty big, pretty steep increase. And so I think that's where more of the pushback should be is that it's just too expensive to upgrade for Apple. And since everything is integrated into the chip, you can't do everything, anything after the fact. And so what Apple's doing, right, wrong, or whatever, I don't particularly like it, is they're saying, hey, you better buy everything you think you're ever going to need on this machine. Mm -hmm. up front and you can only buy it from us whereas when i had um i had another mac i must have had another mac at some point other than that other one that i just said was my first macbook pro mm -hmm. i think i must have had one before that because i remember buying extra ram and popping right. it open oh back when they in. when we were able to yeah. upgrade them ourselves so i think yeah. it's back when i was in texas i had a different macbook and um yeah, I could put the memory in it, but you just can't do that anymore. So you're a captive, right? You either pay for everything you want right now and pay whatever margins Apple's asking for, or you just have to learn to live with that, which is kind of what I decided to do about my hard drive space. Yes. I, I don't want to pay the $400 for an additional 512 gigabytes of space. That's ridiculous. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to buy, like I said, I saw a four terabyte external drive super fast for like 250 bucks and that's not even the cheapest and that's not even a black friday yeah deal so yeah. i'm going to be able to find something that i need and you know there's nothing wrong with you know talking about this eight gigabytes of memory you know these machines are made to work there's nothing wrong it's always good to have more than what you need but there's nothing wrong with working at eight gigabytes for everything that it's worth, right? You, you know, even yeah. if you're maxing out on that, it's nothing wrong with it. It's not going to break the machine. 
you know? No, and there's debates about That's whether right. swap is good or bad for the hard drive. Yeah, because there's other you options I mean? to, to free up some, some memory for you. Yeah, I mean, you don't want to always be swapping large amounts right. of data because your hard drive right. will eventually, these SSDs, even though they're not physical drives, right, they will eventually slow down and yeah, they, start they to have, have a life problems span. and stuff like that. But unless you're keeping your computer for five or ten years, probably not going to be an issue. Yeah, and, and one or two gigabytes of, you know, of space you know, to allocate to, to a memory, I don't think it's going to yeah. really make a big deal. Over the life of the, you're right, you're, going, you're only going to have it for, you know, five to eight years anyway, right? If I don't that, think, right? Yeah, if that. Yeah. I mean, if you're a 10 plus year computer person, you should invest, right? And you right. should buy more memory and buy more hard drive space to future proof. But if you're a three year, like I've been on this MacBook, yeah, not a whole lot you have to worry about that. Let's, uh, let so, me ask you a question So to move on to this next section here. So mm -hmm. I have Backblaze. So my backup strategy is I've got Time Machine. I plug in my external hard drive a couple of times a week. It backs yeah. it up, um, and that's great. And then I had Backblaze because there's always this thing about, well, you don't want to have just your local backup, but you also want to have a, a remote backup, right? right? But here's my thought process. As I went through and realized how little... I'm actually storing on my hard drive mm -hmm. that's not part of OneDrive or iCloud. Right. So, and I actually just went through this with Wyatt too, because he had a Backblaze subscription for his machine and I had one for this work machine. So I actually called him the other day and I had him go through and he just, the only things he had left on his hard drive were those big recruiting files he was putting together when he was putting together his recruiting videos. Mm-hmm. Everything else was either in documents or desktop, which syncs to iCloud. iCloud, yes. And that was it. And so I'm like, do we really think we need this? Because Backblaze has increased their prices to $100 a year. It was 70 okay. It's now wow. 100 bucks a year. Now, they are giving you, instead of 30 days of archive, they're giving you a year of archive. So that, that's, that's okay. a pretty good thing. But, um, but yeah, that was a big jump. And so for him, we decided absolutely it doesn't make sense. But I'm sitting here thinking about this. If, let's say I get my work done today and overnight there's this problem, an EM thing comes through my house and fries right. all my everything. hard drives, fries my computers and everything else. What am I really going to lose? I'm going to lose the GarageBand files. Yep which I've already up, well, the source GarageBand files I would lose, not the exported MP3s mm -hmm. that go to the podcast server, right? Because those go into my those OneDrive right. folder. Literally oh, the only thing is drive, the raw, yeah. yeah, literally the only thing is the raw GarageBand files and the raw iMovie library, which mm -hmm. I can't remember the last time I went back to a previous, I went back to an episode's MP3 or native GarageBand file or native iMovie file mm -hmm. after I had done my editing work. I can't remember the last time I've ever done that. Yeah. So I'm sitting here thinking about that. Okay, yes, I would lose that. But my desktop stuff, my document stuff, and my downloads folder is the only other one that I would lose, right? Anything that's gone into that downloads folder. And so I'm sitting here thinking, I don't need to. And I think it's evidenced by the fact that I did a fresh start. Yeah. 
and did not pull a single file. Yeah, didn't need to retrieve from anything. my Mac that was not in the cloud. So the question is, do I need to spend the hundred dollars a year on that Backblaze backup? I don't think you need it. I I, I wouldn't think so. Right, the, the majority of the things that you actually need are split between iCloud and OneDrive, and are you paying a subscription for the OneDrive? Or yeah, I mean, I've got company? Office 365, right? Because right, it's right, my right. company. Yeah, right. that's my company. So, yeah, I think between those two, this is not even a third option for you. This is, you know, so far down the line, I don't think you need it. Yeah. And this is another one of those, right, where listening to all these voices to gather the information, but you got to decide what's right, right for you. I mean... There's part of my brain that says I'd like to just have it and never have to worry about it. But then on the flip side, I'm sitting here going, why spend the $100? That's another, that's, that's another external hard drive I could buy, and I could stick it in the fireproof safe. Right. Right. And so, yeah, I think I'm canceling Backblaze, too. Yeah. I already did for Wyatt. So, And Backblaze is weird. By the way, if you want to cancel your Backblaze subscription, you have to go in... You have to delete the backups that exist, and then it frees up a license, and then you have to go delete the license. You can't just go, hey, I want to close my account and have them wipe everything. Right, right. Yeah. Go, when is that subscription up? When is your... When is your... This month. So I, oh, I this have month. it on just my like list. Just like LastPass, to... right? Both, both this yeah. month? Yeah. Yep. Get rid of them both. Get, get yep. rid of them both. So... Yeah, so and we'll, we'll talk about this next, but yeah, I don't, I don't think you need it. I think go the the path that you're going with the uh, external, and then between iCloud and and OneDrive, yeah, I don't think you need it. Yeah, and I mean, and technically, I could have those two services back each other up. Yes, if I really wanted to right i mean yeah we talked you still about have plenty of space too on your icloud you still have yeah. plenty of space i mean and let's let's not forget we didn't mention this but the reason i'm using 170 gigabytes is because 105 gigabytes is my photo library right right so but i've got backups of that through time machine and it sits in icloud and i didn't transfer my photos from the old mac to the new mac i turned on download full resolution copies. Mm -hmm. And when I woke up the next morning, it was done. Yeah, they were all there. So I just don't see this. So yeah, it's another one of those examples where if you know you need it, if you need remote access to files that are sitting on a regular Mac sitting at your house, you know, that might be a little different story, but this is a laptop that's going to go with me most everywhere. So... Yeah, I think I'm getting rid of that. So then the next question is, what do I change in my current backup strategy, right? So I've got this, I've got one external hard drive that has everything prior to July of this year sitting in the fireproof safe already, mm -hmm. right? And then this new external hard drive has got time machine backups since then. And I'll probably just keep this as a time machine backup. Now, the great thing about the time machine backup is if I've got OneDrive files that are local on my machine, right, it's going to get backed up there. Mm-hmm. But what I think I need is that once a month strategy, right? Where I'm going to go try and keep my OneDrive space clean by saying, I'm going to go like, let's say I did it at the end of this year. I would go grab episodes one through 
29 or 1 through 30 of gadgets for families, transfer all of those clear over to the hard drive, and then delete them from both my internal and from OneDrive. Right. right. So that the only place those would exist would be on this other external hard drive. So, I mean, the question is, do I, I've already got two volumes on this uh, external hard drive because one's the old Mac and one's the new Mac. Right. And so the question becomes for that, do I change up my time machine backup strategy? Mm-hmm. Do I get another external hard drive that's purely for these old stuff that I want to clear up out of the cloud? Or do I use an SSD? Cause I've got an SSD or not an SSD. Do I use a, um, uh, card, uh, right. micro SD, right. Uh, card. Cause I've got a card slot so that then all of those old episodes would potentially be with me. So you sent me something via text. Now I'm going to have to open it, aren't I? Right. No, no, no. You know, you know, I was sending it so I didn't forget because you know how forgetful I am. So we talked last week about getting you over to a NAS instead of uh, instead of you having all of these different physical medias. Right. And I mentioned, too, about not having to go with something so complex as mine. Well, the one that I sent is just it's one of those all in one that, that's just it's ready to go out of the box. Hard drives included. And it has all of this personal cloud software, whatever. So the money you're saving on Backblaze, you know, and and you know, not going with the uh, the extra storage space on your on your Mac or whatever, this may be a cost effective effective solution for you, right? So depending on the capacity that you get, it, it goes from one terabyte up to oh, I think it goes from like five twelve up to twenty eight terabytes, right? So you can fall anywhere in this space. With that, and this will kind of automate some of those processes too, right? You can you can get some of these. Uh, and and again, I, I sent it to you. I know you had your messages silent. I didn't know you were going to see it pop up, but um, no, we're good. We can we can get into that later and and go into some of the details. But I really think you should consider one of these network attached storages versus, you know, physically connecting it to your to your drive. And again, you can access this from anywhere, from any device, in and outside of your home. Not just something connected directly to the to the laptop. Now, the most friendly, price friendly would be, like I said, give one of these hard drives that's coming up Black Friday. Yeah. But so here's um, here's the this. If I was gonna stay in this home or planned on buying another home, mm -hmm. this is a no brainer. I mean, four terabytes is three hundred bucks which is only like $50 more than one of those four terabyte Samsungs that I was looking at, right? right? And then I could set my time machine up so it just ran and I didn't have to worry about plugging it in. Right. My fear with going with something like this is if I go and move into the RV and I'm moving around and I'm using a different kind of wireless network. Right is whether something like this will work or if it would make sense to just stick with, you know, plug it in once a week and, and call right. it good. Right. 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 Yeah, and, and you're right. You know, we're talking about the future, but this just needs to be plugged in an internet connection. It doesn't necessarily have to be your router. It doesn't have to be near you. This is your personal cloud. So you can put it, you know, at, at one of your, at your daughter's house or your brother's house or, you know what I mean? Your 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 mom's house or, or anywhere, as long as it has a stable yeah. internet connection. 
just remember though, I'm not going to have fiber and right. necessarily unlimited <laughs> data cap. Right. So no, I'm not arguing with this. This is the exactly the kind of stuff that I want to consider. So right. I'm going to think about this. I'm going to think about one of the, you know, like a four terabyte SSD that I could make do this. Right. Um, and I'm going to consider uh, a micro SD card, you know, a which was the next thing. Card. Yeah. Yeah. The next thing we talked about and my biggest concern yeah. was the speed, the uh, read and write speed, which they still should be fine. They still should be great you know, using one. And I think that's, that's probably the best option. The most convenient option to me. Yeah. I mean, my time machine backup strategy is working right, right now. Right. If I had the SD card and I'm only doing it once a month, you just right drop the files overnight. And when I come in the next morning, they're done. Right. right. They're gone. And I wouldn't even necessarily, I could do it once a week. Right. I could, yeah. instead of moving four episodes at a time, I just move one episode at a time. Cause right now I have to go in and tell OneDrive to remove it from my hard drive anyway. Mm-hmm. Right. I tell it to free up space and it just clouds it and I'm, I'm good to go. So yeah, I think uh, I'll take a look at this. And you see there's I different price hesit- ranges too. Yeah. I'm hesitant to buy anything network related until i figure out what i'm doing yeah what your network is going to be right (laughs) correct right because even if even if we do um and we might have to make this post show a bonus episode like we did the last time because we're running long but right um even if i buy a piece of land in southern utah which is sort of the plan right and i live in that spot for eight months of the year and i travel the other four months of the year Mm -hmm. right i can't have two I don't want two solutions. I don't want the solution for when I'm parked in my space because I have fiber right. connected, right? And then I have a different solution when I'm out traveling the four months of the year. Now, this is all wishful thinking on my part. And it, if if this is 300 bucks and the other drives I'm looking at, and maybe there will be a Black Friday deal on one of these too, right. right? I mean, I'll keep my eye on this stuff, but that's the conversation, which is why I was thinking, you know, at least to get started, because we're going to be making these, I'm I'm going on my retreat this next week to think about some of these strategic things, right? Yeah. I can buy a 512 gigabyte SD card for 35 bucks. Yeah. Right. And I could start and my it's a lot of Now, technically, technically, I'm okay on my OneDrive right now. I'm only at about, I'm not even halfway to the max. So I really don't have to do anything, but I just thought, okay, take advantage of Black Friday pick up one of those things and start trying it and to try it out for 35 bucks mm-hmm. or even for 75 bucks for a one terabyte drive or one terabyte SD card. Yeah. I can try it out. And if it works great, it works great. Right. Mm-hmm. And if it doesn't, I've only spent 75 bucks, not right. spend 300 Versus, or $500 yeah. and then go, Oh, this really isn't going to work in my, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. But so that's where I am. Either that, like I said, a, a NAS or I'm liking the SD card idea, right? As long as the read write speed is is where you want it to be and it and it's working. Or like you said, you can just leave it overnight to do those backups. But I really like that idea. When you told me, I'm like, yeah, that's I think that's gonna work as long as it's you know one of those those high capacity those those super fast speed ones. Yeah. So, 
Yeah, I'm, I'm and curious it's always to see local. You, it's always right? local, and it's you always have control true, over it. Right? Yeah, yeah, you have total control and over your data. It's possible that Time Machine. I think Time Machine will grab that. Yeah, and back it up too. Yeah, I think so. As long as it recognizes it as a you know an available yeah. drive, I mean, you can exclude drives, but um, Time Machine will back it up. So in theory, I'll have a I'll have that stuff that I I'll have the stuff that I remove from the cloud. Mm-hmm. Double backed up. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. Like you have the redundancy built in. Backblaze is not even a fourth, you know, fourth or fifth, yeah. you know, uh, a redundancy. Yeah, you don't you don't yeah. need that. You don't need that level of. Well, I'll tell you, if I decide to really go in on that trailer and I'm spending a lot of time in it, you and I are going to have a heyday getting my network and home automation and everything set right. up in that trailer, right. aren't we? I, that might require fun. a trip to Houston. Right, that is so, going to be fun. I'll go, I'll go park up at Huntsville, which is one of my favorite campgrounds. You just drive up for the day. Right. We figure it all out. I spent yep. the weekend in Huntsville this past weekend. So it was, it was about a 50-minute drive. Not bad. Not bad at all. And yeah. It was a little, little light to, to heavy traffic. So, yeah, it's yep. not a bad drive at all. Yeah. We used to go there five or six times a year. Yeah. All right, let's breeze through some other stuff. So these are my other thoughts here. Um, so from an accessory standpoint, one of the things I thought MagSafe on this is really cool mm-hmm. for charging. Yeah. And man, is that magnet strong. If I get the magnet anywhere near the slot, it'll snap up in. Like it right. can jump from right. the table up in, which is great. Um, it comes with a 70 watt charger. Mine did. I didn't upgrade. So it comes with a 70 watt charger. My previous MacBook charger is 61 watts. Yeah. And I can still charge via USB-C. So I thought, well, maybe I'll go buy another MagSafe cable. And I still might. But for now, I'll lose a port, Mm -hmm. which is fine. But when I'm traveling, I'm not going to be plugging everything I have here in. Right. Anyway, because like my USB-C hub has... My USB-C hub has the monitor through HDMI, it has the Anchor conference speaker, mm-hmm. and it has my Logitech webcam. None of those things, which means the hub, won't go with me either. But actually, the hub's got a PD port, so if I wanted to take the hub, mm-hmm. I can still plug stuff in. So maybe the hub goes, but not the other stuff. And I just plug the USB-C cable into the PD port. I'm charging on that 61-watt Right. Charger, I'm, and I don't have to worry about it because I don't have to turn in the charger for yeah. the trade-in. It's just how the big is How big is the hub? I, 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 you know, you send me pictures, and, and I didn't get a chance big. to really look into it. It's about... So it's, it's portable? Yeah, I mean, it's like four inches long, inch and a half wide, quarter of an inch thick. So it's got two USB-As, a USB-C, an HDMI, a card slot. Again, card slot. Okay. I think and, I see uh, it. A PD port. I think it's similar to the one I have. So it is it is super yeah. portable. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's the other thing that's on my list. There have and I was listening to Connected and um some of these three and four hundred dollar uh CalDigit and the one Federico's using as a pluggable mm-hmm. one, man, those things look really, really nice. I'm just not sure I can justify that price. Right. Um, they are expensive for this. But but anyway, for this, uh I may buy another MagSafe cable just because MagSafe is so cool. And then it, yeah. I don't have to worry about it taking up a port. For this next trip, I'm just going to take the whole plug and 
cable with me um, since I'm going in my trailer. It's not, but what I keep in my backpack will be the old charger and a USB-C cable, and I'll be fine anywhere I go. Unless I go for a multiple day thing, what are the odds I'm going to need to charge it anyway? Right. <laughs> so, right. Right. And with only nine watts difference between the bricks, I just don't see that as a as a problem at all. Hopefully, Anchor will come out with a MagSafe cable. They don't have one though, so I'm thinking they won't because it's been like three years. So I'm guessing they're not going to. Yeah. Yeah. I, you don't really see much between actual Apple stuff and third party junk from Amazon. Right, as far as MagSafe yeah. goes, so, um, yeah, yeah, maybe, maybe they'll they'll come out with one. Uh, we talked about the external drive to clean up the storage. I think I'm gonna need another stand for my desk. I just would like to angle this keyboard up just a little bit. It's sitting okay. flat at the moment, but I like the keyboard on laptops versus external keyboards. I don't know what it is about them. Mm-hmm. So I hadn't been using that on the old one because it was starting to. And the screen wasn't as great, but having this awesome screen sitting right in front of me and yep. working on this keyboard is perfect. So I might get a little bit of a, I have one, but the, my external monitor is sitting on both of the two that I have. So that's coming up. We talked about the Docker hub. I'm really considering one of these Anchor Prime power stations. If you click on that link that I've got yeah. in there. I'm checking it out. It looks really cool. I can get a 200 watt, 20,000 milliamp for 111 bucks right now, right? It's got three ports, so that'll actually charge the MacBook. Wow. And so, an iPad. I mean, that and, would, and a phone if you, well, your phone and the iPad if you needed it. All at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> wow. So, yeah, that's kind of what I'm thinking about. Uh, uh, grabbing is something like that because it's got up to 200 watts of total output, um, which it says it could charge two laptops simultaneously at 100 watts. So I hadn't looked so at the prices yet. Two... I'm looking at it's the pricing is pretty good. The the pricing is yeah for 120 bucks. Yeah, I was I was yeah. literally expecting this thing to be like 2.99 when I clicked on it. Yeah. That is that the price is if it and the price surprises me, and you know how I am about <laughs> and I'm seeing discounts yeah. now too, right? Uh, this one's uh $19 off, I'm seeing $60 off of the 140 watt one. Yeah, so this is what I'm kind of thinking about for my next you know, we talked about I saved some money on this, right? right. So, this is the kind of stuff that I can consider. Um, so that's on my list to think about. And then you had asked if I was going to skin this at all. Yeah. Well, I got to think about something for the bottom. Yep. Um, for when I set it down on picnic tables and stuff, but I don't know whether I'll do that or not. But yeah. yeah. So and I, and I know they have those, you know, those clear those clamshell cases or whatever. You get the top and the bottom. You could just buy one for what nine bucks on Amazon and just use the bottom just for when you're camping, right? Just keep it in a trailer, and you're like, oh, I'm going to yeah. go out and sit on the the camp bench you just pull it out of a drawer or something like that so i think in the meantime until you decide just buy one of those you know until you decide whether you want to skin or not i don't think i want to skin it this thing is so nice yes yeah right and i had that plastic um uh, i had a plastic clamshell case for the one that wyatt has he's still using it and 
they're not great. Yeah, they're, they're right? terrible. But like you said, if yeah. all I really need it to do is, um, just the bottom, I'll protect the bottom. Because they don't block the ports, you know. Yeah. I hadn't had a, had a problem with any that blocked the ports or anything like that, or they were kind of cut wrong. So as long as you get the one for for that model, yeah, just get it. Keep the bottom half in the trailer, chunk the top half, or save it for a rainy day or something like that. Yeah, seventeen bucks for one on here. Yeah, yeah, and I'm sure you can. You wow, can find and that one. comes with everything. That comes with the hard shell case, the keyboard cover, yeah. a screen protector. And a storage bag. Yeah. So find one without all of the extras. And I'm sure you can find one about around a $9 range. But man, this anchor thing, I like this. I like this. I, and, I got you on that, didn't yeah, I? Yeah. And I'm surprised. <laughs> Look, the 130 watt one, 89 bucks. You know, even the, even the, the one that's $60 off right now, 140 watts, three ports, $99. That is going to go on my, my student gift uh, list for next week. So I'm stealing that from you. <laughs> cool. I like that. All right. Well, I think that's it. Um, don't be surprised, folks, if this dropped as a bonus episode because we went long. Right. This one did so. go long. You can drop it as a bonus episode. I don't mind those. I watch them. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks, everyone. Have a good day. Yep, we'll see you next week. Shopping episodes. Thanks. Thanks.